I'm Joanna Fortune, psychotherapist and author of the 15-minute parenting series of books. Welcome to my 15-minute parenting podcast, where I take a common parenting struggle and break it down with practical, playful solutions. Let's get going. So it is the season, that time of year for holidaying. And this year, as with last year indeed, we are mostly staycationing or holidaying at home, depending on your definition of staycation. I find this really interesting when I read or hear it being talked about in the media, because for me, a staycation means that you stay at home and you plan day trips each day, but returning home to your own home, that is, each evening. You know, if I'm leaving home for a few nights, I consider myself on holidays, you know, be that in Ireland or elsewhere. But however you define it, you know, you'll either be staying at home and doing your day trips or you'll be getting away for a few days within Ireland or some blend of the two. And questions are popping up in the media, you know, in my social media inbox and my email, you know, within work as to how parents can creatively plan to manage the family time that holidays bring. I think we're all a bit better at that, if I could be honest, because we've had so much increased intense family time over the pandemic. But I do in this episode in talking about this want to draw some different differences between being at home as a family and being elsewhere as a family. You know, but I don't want this to sound like something you have to endure. You know, that's that's not how this is, nor is it how it should be. Um, But family holidays are something to be enjoyed rather than endured. It, It does help, you know, if we structure them ahead of time. But remember that structure and structuring is not about being rigid because structure is flexible and adaptable. You know, rigid is immovable, inflexible, insistent. So focus on structure, make a plan and plan for that plan to change. You know, a key concept that those of you who listen here regularly or have read my books um, will be aware of, you know, a key concept in my 15 minute parenting model is to create time and space to be mindfully present and playfully engaged with our children each day, you know, even if it's 15 minutes every day. It just enables us to create those moments of meeting that is connection and those opportunities for shared joy, because by being enjoyed by each other, we experience a deeper sense of personal joy within ourselves. And that's what I carry with me on a family holiday and It sounds a bit twee, but it truly helps. So planning for a family holiday requires a multi-layered planning approach. Before we pack our bags, we consider, you know, well, where are we going? And, um, you know, what I mean by that is how long is the journey? How long is it going to take us to get there? Um, How long are we going away for? It should be long enough to get a break, but not so long that the children, depending on their ages, are missing friends or missing their plans at home and begin whining about, oh my God, this is so boring. I just want to go home. And what is there for each of us to do individually? I mean, now in particular, the adults going, um, is there time for you to have alone time as well as family time while you're away. But, you know, include your children in that consideration. Are there activities that they could do while on holiday that gives you all a break from each other, but you're all coming back to spend time together and enjoy each other? You know, lest you think now that I have this art of family holiday nailed, let me assure you this is most definitely not the case. 
I'm just sharing with you now on this some of my learning from having gotten this terribly wrong once upon a time. I'm having a flashback right now to deciding to that time I decided to turn a work trip to Portugal into a family holiday with a young toddler in tow. And you can imagine how that went when mommy was getting up and going to work for hours every day. And she said, but we're on holidays. I don't want you to go. And let's just say, so it wasn't the holiday that I had envisaged it was going to be. But like with everything, there is learning even and sometimes especially in our mistakes. So I am much more aware of how essential it is that we each have the opportunity to do something that each of us are going to enjoy as individuals so that we can embrace and enjoy the family time altogether as well. This could be as simple as chiseling out time to read or identify a local independent cafe that you can go and have a cup of coffee, nice little cake, or a quiet evening solo walk while the other of you is building sandcastles or playing games or running races or playing chasing or going paddling or whatever it might be. I also structure our, uh, you know, our family activities while away without falling into that trap of rigidity because always always I can't emphasize it enough structure isn't about saying well this is the plan we got to stick to it it's totally about saying here is a scaffolding that will bend without breaking and will adapt to the situation at hand that means that you can easily switch to indoor family fun time on an unexpected rainy day indeed if you're holidaying in Ireland it will not be an unexpected rainy day but a very anticipated rainy day plan for those and take advantage of the nice days without over planning and packing so much in that we parents miss the moment that it stopped being fun for everyone and tiredness and crankiness took over and it descends into you know just wailing and oh my gosh why did we do this this is awful and we can forget that before it was awful it was actually really really good that was just our cue to end it at that moment a holiday (laughs) obviously I feel like I'm preaching to the choir you know that a holiday is supposed to give us all a break from our norm and day-to-day life and an opportunity to discover, you know, how we've all grown and changed in the months that have passed. Because, you know, even in these times at home, we've been in that very frenetic pace of trying to, you know, make sure schooling is done and work is done and parenting is all done while we all live together and trying, oh my goodness, did we play and did we do enough? And let's all get out for a walk. We've all been doing so, so much that this gives us a perspective, you know, because a holiday is a change of environment. It's a chance to change our field of vision, to reset set our busy task oriented brains and escape from our busy task oriented lifestyle so that we can emotionally exhale and recharge our emotional batteries that's how we get that perspective of gosh I never noticed how good whoever has gotten that jigsaws or I never knew you'd master tying your lace so well you know that's great well done you that we get to see those parts of growth and development that we haven't that you know maybe we've noticed at one level but we haven't really gotten to spotlight and celebrate and name and this gives us that opportunity to do that it's also why over planning and over scheduling A family holiday is never a good idea because it denies us the opportunity to enjoy the now moments and to see what is or is not working about our family routines. You know, we can say, gosh, you know, this is maybe when we're going to realize we all get along better, you know, fewer family arguments. And that can enable us to re-examine the routines we have in place at home and to make some changes. Not that you can replicate being on holiday while you're at home. Of course, there are responsibilities and things that have to be done. But you could maybe take some of the flexibility that is enabling that 
closer connection on holidays and replicate that at home. You know, the best way to achieve all of this is quite simply to play. You know, sometimes the simple answer is the answer. Our busy lives can leave us very time poor. And in my work, I all too often see that play is the first thing to suffer in busy family life. We simply don't feel that we have the time to sit and play. And actually taking and making time to sit and play is precisely how we see what is and isn't working in our routines and schedules, what is and isn't working in our lives as a family and what is happening with our children. And always remember that play is good for us adults, too. So, you know, simply the art of having fun together and enjoying each other, that's going to be a welcome break for us grown-ups as well, because You know, building sandcastles, splashing and chasing through waves, hitting a ball between us, toasting marshmallows at a barbecue or campfire while sharing stories and jokes. That's what creates memories that last forever. These are also relational connections that are going to strengthen and enhance our relationship with our children. You know, it's how we convey to our children in a doing rather than saying way that they have our full attention and that we enjoy them. They are enjoyed by us and it teaches them how enjoyable that they are, which in turn is going to affect their self-esteem in a positive way and give them a boost of confidence. We must play with our children to get to know them and you know, just like I know my kids, of course, you know, but as our children grow and develop, we have to continue that trajectory of discovery, you know, getting to know them all over again and getting to know who they are now as they're growing and developing. So that's something that is an ongoing part of our parent child journey. Play researchers, you know, tell us that playing with our kids is going to stimulate their developing brain, um, you know, going hiking, forest trekking, whatever it might be, discovering, basically, you know, anything that's about, oh, look at this. And what did you find? All of that discovery is going to stimulate, you know, curiosity and joy and joy changes the brain in very important ways that lower stress, that drives connection, both in our children and in our own brains. So if you're going on a family holiday this year plan to play if you're going to plan anything plan to play and if you you know I just think that that's going to be better than scheduling bookings to visit this that and everything bring a play plan with you and experiences like these you know time spent with family in a playful and connected way it's going to stimulate our social emotional cognitive and physical connections and interactions with each other so a fun family holiday is an opportunity to strengthen our relationships with each other for sure but also nurture our children's developing brains so there's massive pro-social development in doing this as well as just good old basic fun now i would certainly bring some planned play props with me for those inevitable you know Irish summer rainy days I would pack portable flexible play props but don't solely rely on these you know I'm going to pack things like books rackets and a ball buckets and spades jigsaws paper and pencils maybe a couple of hula hoops because they'll offer a play opportunity as well as the challenge of learning how to hoop so it's very engaging and something that I can build competence in over our few days away. I'd also bring a set of storytelling dice to fuel made up stories and creativity and imagination you know and include things like that don't require props like learning a new clapping rhythm you know you could do look if you forget how to do some of these 
take yourself onto YouTube and just remind yourself playing Sevens, Mary Mac, you know, A Sailor Went to Sea, anything that involves rhythm and synchrony and pack a packet of balloons as you can do a lot of play with simple balloons that will keep the whole family entertained. You can do just take a blanket or a sheet from whatever bed that you're staying at, put a blown up balloon in the middle, you all hold a bit of it and just take turns tilting and lifting the blanket to pass the balloon to each of you as you call out everyone one name at a time, making sure everyone gets acknowledged. You could play balloon volleyball, just literally pass it between you with your hands Um, Or do a game of hand holding balloon tennis. This is where you either can do this as a family and everyone stand in a circle holding hands and you must keep the balloon up in the air, but not let go of each other's hands. Or you could do it in pairs and you have to use the hand you're holding with another person to hit the the balloon when it's your turn. So you're doing it in that hand holding balloon tennis. There's a little bit of increased challenge in that, but there's also a higher level of engagement. Just do a simple game of balloon keep up and you can structure it by saying, hey, keep it up with your the flat of your hand just your pointer finger your thumb your knuckles keep it up with your wrist keep it up with your elbows so you throw at different body parts then we have to work together and as we're doing that really well throw in a second balloon because that's going to increase the challenge and I would always increase the level of challenge in these activities when you want to keep older children engaged for longer periods of time also play balloon over under you know stand in a line facing each other's back and the person at the top is going to pass a balloon over their head the person behind them passes it under their legs to the person behind over their head under legs when you get to the back everyone turns around and sends it back up you could increase the challenge by timing yourselves and see can you get it quicker and quicker over the holiday you could do a balloon relay together where you put get into pairs and put the balloon shoulder to shoulder and you have to keep it between your bodies without touching it with your hands walk it to a certain point and back pass it to the next pair in the family with nobody touching their hands they have to get the balloon between their shoulders from your shoulders lots of challenge lots of fun lots of balloon dropping pick it up and just repeat but it's that lovely challenge and see how quick you can do that you could do a human knot you could simply have everyone stand lift their right hand up in the air reach in and take the hand of someone else but not the person they're standing directly beside this works best if you've got like certainly five, six people. And then they lift their left hand and repeat it, holding not the hand beside them or the same hand they've taken already. And then when everybody's hands are intertwined, set yourself a timer and see, can you unknot yourselves without letting go of your hands um, and work it back out into a circle? You could also do using your hula hoops again that you've brought with you to learn that challenge. Stand in a circle and one of you stands with hula hoops on your wrists everyone's holding hands and you pass the hula hoops around the circle every without letting go of your hands everybody has to you know step in and out and pass the hula hoops do two at once so that you have to cross them over and make sure they get back to the person they started with and you have to help each other to you know tilt down lift up to get those hula hoops over everyone's head and their legs through them without letting go of hands again it's a fun engaging and challenging play and do something with stories and story play you know I went on a holiday and I brought a tent I went on a holiday I brought a tent and a sleeping bag and as you go on everybody names what came before them and adds something on and see how long you can get or simply sit around and now Be, of course, sensitive to your child's own sensitivity as well as their stage of development. But swapping ghost stories and telling things like that while you toast marshmallows can be a really lovely thing to do. Basically, family holidays are about knowing your limits, 
but also knowing your children's limits and remembering it's supposed to be about enjoyment, not endurance. So have fun, play, shake off that idea of the Insta perfect holiday and just be in those memory making now moments and enjoy your breakaway together. Thank you for listening. I'd love if you could leave a positive review, share this with a friend or a few friends, or even subscribe to the podcast. It really helps others to find it and helps with visibility online. You can also follow me on Instagram at Joanna Fortune or on Twitter at the Joanna Fortune. No E at the end of that. Tune in next time for more 15-minute parenting.